Jim Crenn, no restrictions with time to phasia. No restrictions. My buddy Todd DeFazio here. We're in his studio, his palatial, his palatial estate. Uh, as we know, it is. Uh, I think I think I was wrong last week. It's uh, it's actually 22 bedrooms and 38 bathrooms. Yeah, 38 and a half bathrooms. Yeah, is what he has here at the estate. Uh, we're on uh, the video also, which means I have to groom regularly. I just want you to know, Todd. I spent three hours on my hair. <laughs> I wanted to get it just right, you know. I uh, the third hour is when I hit it. I hit the note, the right note for the hair, you know. And I know you work on your hair a lot too. Yeah, all five of them. Yes. <laughs> well, you 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 showed me something last week. It was amazing. Yeah, I, it was I, like some dust, some cookie dust or something. <laughs> yeah, I, some I, special I, magic dust or something on your head. There you are very put? few times I I grown my <laughs> hair out. It's re- it's real patchy. <laughs> They say grass doesn't grow on a busy street. So, <laughs> but this stuff is a miracle. It's like the stuff Todd pulls out. He shows you his stuff, and he puts it in his hair. He sprinkles it, and it's dust. And, and it, it's, it yeah. just looks like dust. And then all of a sudden, he had a full head of hair. It was it was like watching a magic trick. Yeah, like an afro. It was like Chris Angel or something, man. I was like amazed at this stuff, and it just covers up everything. And it looks it yeah. looks like hair. But it isn't hair, right? Cause no, it's, it's like it's, it's like your a, dust. It's like a microfiber kind of thing. Which is it now? When you when you rub your hands through it, does the microfiber come off your hands? Um, yeah. If you rub hard, uh, I have a story. Of the one time that I wore it, and yeah. <laughs> my my best friend Mud got married, and uh, you wanted to look good. You wanted to have you know, I grew you my know, hair out. Bring the magic I dust said, out. Uh, we got to get this. It's called Kabuki. Oh, and that's a Kabuki. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I put it on my Sounds hair. Sounds like a stripper name. Anyway, <laughs> invented by a stripper. And I was uh, I was so nervous because the church was uh, no air conditioning. It was middle of summer, right? Late summer. It had it was like it had to be, yeah. It was July. It was the middle of July because it was a week after Vinny was born. You don't want to have a kabuki sweat. <laughs> and kabuki on the yeah, floor. Kabuki it was 110 degrees in that church, and I was like, if my hair starts. Sweating and I'd start dripping black. Yeah. I'm never gonna hear the end of it. No, so. you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Then your <laughs> secret would be revealed, which so, we're revealing now. The Kabuki secret. Yeah, I mean, now I now I've kind of given up on that a little bit. So now I just kind of. I don't think you should. I, I have like you... five hairs that grow in the front. I I put a little bit of gel in that. Uh-huh. And I call it a day. I shave I, around the rest. I don't think you should ever give up on Kabuki. I, I think <laughs> uh, the thing with Kabuki though is since you revealed it to me, I'll know if it's a special occasion. Right. If I see your full head of hair yeah because i don't have i'll just say look it's very patchy i'll know it's a big deal if i see you walk in the room and you're kabukied it looks like a pittsburgh street in the middle of winter it's an amazing look <laughs> my, my regular hair it's very gq <laughs> oh you just turned into a gq guy it's crazy yeah. you know I don't, I, know. I don't know how they do it. it's like it's not even a it's a powder though it's like yeah it's i i think like it's in weird. some well, circles they call it like a hair makeup maybe <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not really i don't really I don't know. I don't try that hard. So <laughs> just throw the hat yeah. on and a sweatshirt and a hoodie. Sorry to reveal your – was I allowed to reveal your secret? <laughs> I don't care. Kabuki secret. Yeah, my, I did tell my friends so that it's not like a really big secret. <laughs> hey, I uh, want to give a shout-out to uh, uh, everyone listening. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate uh, listening every week. The show is really growing. And uh, 
Shout out to a few people stopping, said hello. Uh, uh, Linda over at West Penn Hospital. My dad was in the hospital, so he's doing better, he's doing well. Uh, but Linda, thank you. Uh, they're great uh, nurses at, and doctors at West Penn Hospital, one of the great hospitals in our city. Also, uh, another uh, faithful listener, uh, uh, Craig from uh, Johnson & Murphy. Thank you so much, Craig, for your support. Appreciate it. South Hills Village. And my mom goes in there, and my mom, she's been styling me, Craig. My mom goes in, and she, she picks out some clothes every once in a while for me. She's doing well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because mom, 82-year-old, 82-year-old Lou, she usually dresses me. I look like a Vegas lounge singer when she buys me clothes, and I never like to say no, and I wear the clothes. I look like like a Vegas, like Wayne Newton reincarnator. So I don't know what it is, but but the, she's the pants net days. It's a pants net outfit usually, but no, yeah. not anymore. She has me styling with the Johnson Her, and Murphy clothes. They're really huh? nice. It's really nice. cool. So I'm liking that. They probably don't have fat guy clothes. Thanks there, to Craig. They? I I don't know if they have fat fat guy do. clothes. Well, most Walmart doesn't even have fat guy clothes. So you could always you get like be surprised. You could always get like stretchy stuff on the side, right? Yeah, yeah. Stretchy clothes. <laughs> I don't know if well, you want to see that. There's a problem. I, I have fat guy clothes. I lost 55 pounds, so i got to change my wardrobe, you know, as we've been talking about. And so it, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, you've you got to get new clothes. you got to get, yeah. get thinner, thinner clothes now. And our friend, uh, our one keep friend. The, keep the. Uh, we keep don't want to look at her hanging on. The, keep a couple of those just in case. You, just in uh, case I go crazy yeah, and start eating. Right. Uh, yeah, I will keep a couple suits or some shirts and stuff. Uh, but our, our one friend, he talks us in. He talks me into. He says, "You know, you got to start wearing medium, because I'm, I'm wearing large, you know, yeah. and I'm 175, so large." And he's like, "Nah, got to go medium. It's got to look, you know, got to be tight to your body." And I, I, so I bought a couple shirts and I, I wore them. But the problem is with the real tight shirts, I, I look like I just walked out of Baby Gap and bought a polo. We gotta get a picture. Doesn't work. Picture yeah. of you for next time. No, we don't want a picture. It's not a good. I want to see what it looks. It like. looks like I'm ripping out of the I, clothes. I wouldn't let you walk out of the house. I look like this. I look like this a bodybuilder guy or try, a wannabe <laughs> bodybuilder or something like that. The guys that aren't in punch. shape. Yeah, the guys who aren't in shape to wear the tight <laughs> clothes. That guy. So now I'm back to the large. I have to go back to the large, man. Yeah, I, well, I'm not gonna gain. It just weight might back. not be comfortable for you. That's all. It might no. look fine. I don't know. All right, I'll wear it. I'll. I'll let you take a look. Yeah. You can give me the judgment. <laughs> you're you're a fashion man. Yeah. You're GQ. I wear Steeler shirts and well, everyone, that's it. Everyone knows the rule. White T-shirts from Walmart. You wear the home Steeler shirt for weddings. Yeah. And the uh, the uh, away Steeler shirt for funerals, which huh. is appropriate. So uh, I I haven't I have been eating. You know I, I eat uh, I, I still you know watch my weight, but I've been eating uh, Uber Eats as you know. Uh, I love Uber Eats, man. It's just the coolest thing in the world. They deliver it. To your door, like magic. But you know, I I feel guilty. Have you have you ever had a, a Big Mac delivered to your door? No, I gotta try this. It's, but I'm on a diet, so I can't. There's something. Co- it's something cool about getting a Big Mac delivered to your door. I don't know yeah. what it is. It just feels. I feel so. I don't know what. Like well wealthier. I don't know what. Like it's because I'm so lazy that I had. You know, I can't even go to McDonald's now. I have to have it delivered to me. So I, f- I feel like a you know, like a rapper. Kind of vibe, <laughs> you know, like the like the rappers that they were poor and then they got rich and they they have to rap about the whole deal, you know how how it happened, you know. I used to eat government cheese when I was poor, now I get Big Macs delivered to my door, that kind of thing. Ah. that's my rap lyric <laughs> about getting rich. Yeah, well, I, I was poor growing up. Were you poor growing up? Yeah, we we uh we uh weren't too great. 
<laughs> Weren't you great? <laughs> no, I, I was poor, poor. Poor, poor. Like, I, when I was, uh, I grew up in a strip in, in an alley, and his, people know the story, but, uh, like, I didn't have hot water until I was 12, like, that kind of poor. So it's interesting. Yeah, that, you tell me that. I'm like, I couldn't even, I've never been that, that bad. Well, the interesting thing was, you know, when I would go, like, visit friends, like, this is true, when I go to Brookline, Brookline was like Beverly Hills to me. It was like, yeah, it was. It was like the really, you know, this buddy of mine had this house, man, in Brookline. And I'd be like, you'd go, I'd go back to the alley and tell Kenny Oldensky, and I'm going, you got to see his place. He's got trees. He had trees in his backyard. He's the craziest thing you ever seen in your life. They got a garden. They got flowers in the garden. They eat tomatoes. You ain't never, then you start, you know, that brag, you ain't never had a tomato. And then she had a Brookline tomato. The soil's so fertile there. It's unreal <laughs> the way they can grow food in her, her soil. They had to grow their own food. It, it, it's wild. And the funny thing is, you know, when you think about that, looking back, I remember uh, I had Uncle Yossel. I'm, I'm, I'm half Italian, half Polish, on the Polish side. Yes, I had an Uncle Yossel. He was a great guy, Uncle Yossel. Uh, he kind of influenced me to smoke cigars because he used to always have a cigar. He was always cool, I thought, with a cigar, you know? And uh, he lived in Cannonsburg. So when I was like 10, 11, or whatever it was, I'd go out and stay there for like a week in the summer. And Cannonsburg, now, now Brookline to me was Beverly Hills, but Cannonsburg, Todd, was Downton Abbey. This was like the rolling countryside yeah. in Britain. Oh, yeah. This was very European to me, Cannonsburg in the summer. I'm telling you right now at 11 or 12. I wow. was like, it was like being in the Black Forest in Germany. <laughs> it was so beautiful. You know, a lot of country out there. A lot of great country out there. Yes, it was beautiful. So, uh, it was, you know, yeah, you start, you know, seeing animals. Look, you got raccoons out there. Because I only seen rats and bats. Yeah. Growing up. You see a raccoon. Very exotic. What was the biggest rat you ever seen? Oh, I saw rats. The biggest, uh, biggest cats almost. Yeah. I saw a big, you know, a couple. Uh, They'd walk by. That would freak me out. They'd walk by, say hello. I got to know <laughs> them all. You know. Did you name them? Were yeah, you like Mike yeah. Tyson with the pigeons? Yeah, I had, I had names. Pet rats. There was Melvin. There was George. <laughs> I'd come by and say hello every day, you know, to to my two rat buddies. They're my pets. I had I didn't have a dog or cat back then. <laughs> I said rats, no bats. Can't have a bat as a pet. No, so, you know, I was afraid of bats. I'm still afraid of bats. Yeah, I don't like birds. Over bats, bats scare me. I have a fo- everyone has a phobia of a bat phobia. Yeah, do, do you ever have a bat in your house or anything like that ever happened to you? Yeah, when uh, you have had this. It, See, I that's like know, my nightmare of nightmares. Not technically. I guess it wasn't technically a bat. It was uh. A chimney sweep? Technically a bat? What do you mean? It looked like a bat, Bats but it, a bat. Was a, it was a chimney. They, the guy, it's a bird, the dirty bird? It's not a bat. It was, it, they said it was a chimney sweep. It looked just like a bat. Wait. Is it? There's a, there, wait, there's, a, there's like a bird I, called a chimney? There's a bird called a chimney sweep? I don't know. I was young. I think they're making up that up to you. I think I it was would, a bat. That's how I remember it. They I didn't want to wrong. scare you. It was a bat. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no bird. Or a, dirt, a bird full of dirt. I would have been freaking out if there was a robin in the house, let yeah. alone a bat. Yeah, bird in a house wouldn't be good either, but a bat would be really bad. I mean, I live in the south side now. Just past summer, I had a bird. There was a cardinal. You don't see cardinals often on the south side. And no, I have a little they backyard. They say cardinals are good. If there if there's a cardinal following you, and somebody watching over you. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Somebody from uh, you know that from heaven. Away, yeah. Wow. Because this is well, the cardinal. He would come by. And he'd sit on, you know, and he'd fly away. And he'd do this for weeks over the summer. And one day I went outside 
Now, I'm having a cigar, and he's hopping around. He was injured. He was injured sitting next to me. I couldn't believe he came to me. I don't know why he came to me, but he did. He must have knew or something. I don't know. I would help. I have no idea. But I had no idea what to do with him. And I was sitting there. I'm having a beer. And I'm having a cigar. And he's sitting next to me, you know, hopping around. I'm like, I don't know what to do with you, buddy. I have dogs and cats. I'm not sure. What do I do with a cardinal? Injured. And he's hopping. So I go, well, bad leg. Is he hungry? So I got him bread. And I got him some little cup of water. And, he, you know, he didn't take any of that. And so then I, call, I called a bird place. There's a bird sanctuary. He came out and got him. And he ended up getting healed. Pretty cool story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, they picked him up. We took photos and stuff, me and the bird. I, I named him George. Give him a name, too. He didn't <laughs> come back. He didn't come back. I don't know where he went. He probably went to the north side. He had enough of the south side. I, guess, I get made fun of by uh, Lisa when we moved into this house all the time. Why? My, my, uh, my fiance, Lisa. We moved into this house, and uh, before we lived here, I was cutting the. Gr- I had to get the grass cut and all that until we until we moved in. I had to keep keep up on that. Yeah. And uh, there was a baby deer trapped in the, the backyard's fenced in, and there was a baby deer and a rabbit in the backyard, and the deer okay. was stuck. He couldn't jump the fence. I don't know how he got in there. Right. But I was trying to get him out, and like cool. I finally opened both gates and I chased him out the door. Of the gate, and um, he got to like midway through the front yard, and he turned around. And he kind of gave me a nod, like and thanks. Then galloped away. You know, yeah, that's like our heads. Yeah, nod. it's all in our heads. I think. And I, she made fun yeah. of me for weeks for that, but yeah. I was like, I swear to you, that was your this spiritual was moment. Real. The 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 little deer. <laughs> Bambi the, said bye. Bambi went back to the woods and telling the That's immediately what I thought of. Bambi and Thumper were hanging out in the yard. Yeah, telling the other deer. Yeah. How great Todd was. <laughs> Saved our lives. He's telling the Robin, or the Cardinal, I mean. And, <laughs> like the, and the Cardinal's like, yeah, I got a friend, Jimmy. I had a Saved broken me. leg. He saved me. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that Cardinal's voice sounded like that. That but. probably did sound like that. <laughs> That's Hey, well, you, you know you got to watch out for rabbit animals. Yeah. Yeah, somebody told me there was a rabbit. Uh, there was like a rabid, like raccoon in our parking lot where I lived. It was before I got there. And, and it chased a woman. And the woman made it right to the door, and it, and it just hit the door, like it was trying to get her. Yeah, and that's wouldn't that suck to get bit? Could you imagine getting bit and getting rabies? Yeah, I got chased that by a turkey suck. once. Hey, it was a rabid turkey, probably. You got to watch out. I don't out. know. I, I got was he sc- foaming. I was scared. I would be afraid. Like every time I tried to get out of the car, and he like made a noise of like running at me. I got afraid after the rabid raccoon thing. Now I look yeah. around the, my car. Like, is he around? Is Double he back? take it. Who is this rabid raccoon? I don't remember. Is that a Beatles song? Rapid Raccoon. I, that's a <laughs> weird thing, isn't it? Yes. Speaking of weird, I have a, a friend who has a weird, there's a say, wait, it's the weirdest job ever. This most interesting job. Now, you've had a lot of weird jobs in your life, right? Mm. I've had some many odd uh, jobs in, you know, in the early days. I had a job, we'll get to my friend's job in a second. My, I had a job, I was a tour guide at the Buell Planetarium. That was a cool job. I like that job a lot. Uh, I actually didn't know anything. Like I would take kids around and do the tour for like a year and a half. I made up things. As <laughs> the, I did. As the tour would go on, I'd just make up. I knew nothing. I think that's part of the success in your life that you have because it seems like even from going back to being an altar boy, you always are able to think on the fly Kept and, the gig. And, uh, and make stuff happen. Got to think on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the boss finally caught me. He said, what are you doing? <laughs> It was this Foucault pendulum. I made this story up about Leon Foucault with this 
boulder and a rope. I mean, I had a great story going. Yeah. He said, what are you doing? I said, I don't know what I'm doing. He said, okay. He gave me books to learn. I, I, <laughs> I got a little bit better, but I still made stuff up. Yeah. I, I kept the job, but about two years. It was a good job, though. I unloaded batteries at Sears. That was good. It was, it was a hard job, but it was interesting. I was a janitor at Amer- the American restaurant, though, which was a top job. Janitor in a dive bar. It, 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 you know. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Were you ever janitor? Uh, no, I've, I've pretty much had basic jobs. I was like, a good janitor. I was a paper boy. I nailed it. I started out as a paper boy, and then I worked in a, in a I was a bus boy at Mamalina's. Okay. And then I, w- I worked at Giant Eagle, like pretty much every kid probably I, I got age. I got a job, the weirdest job. I, <laughs> I forgot all about this job, man. For a year, I did this, uh, I was a community college. It's a part-time job. I actually dressed women's mannequins. Oh man! In a woman's uh, clothing store in I, North Hills. I would get in trouble for inappropriate I was, stuff. I, I you should you wouldn't believe what I did. <laughs> I didn't get fired. I probably should have a few times, but I was the I was the person they would give the clothes to, and I would dress the mannequins. That's a strange job, don't you think? It's a really strange job. I know. I learned how to take a bra off. Well, for, it was on-the-job training. I'd <laughs> Yes, it was. You were getting life skills. <laughs> I was getting a lot of life skills. <laughs> <laughs> now, the strange job was, my, my friend has a job. Uh, the friend, is she's uh, an exotic dancer. Oh. And uh, her job is, <clears throat> she was talking about it. She's like, got this job uh, testing sex toys. Oh. I, that's a unique job, right? Good job. I, I think it is a good job. You, she only has to work. She has to do like, like one or two toys a week. I guess they send her. Wow! And then she tests them out, and then she has to write up the reviews or something. Write, I guess the reports. So girls have a lot of toys. Guys they have like two. Yeah, we're not going to be in a toy. There's not too many. But but the, the, for I, guys. I, yeah, I mean it's a cool job. I I don't know if she could use it ever on her resume. Yeah, it's not like one that you can use ever. You're never going. I wonder gonna, if it like the toy has inspected by. I think they're all made in USA, I believe she said. <laughs> you know how like when you get under underwear from Hanes, it has inspected by number eighty five or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> always go with USA toys, sex yeah. toys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the ones Bob Seeger sings about. Yeah. Like a rock. You, you know, you want to be USA made, American made. That's <laughs> 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 no, But that was I mean, really, if you what would you put in a resume like like you can you'd have to hide that one. You can't put like, you know, five years worked at PNC Bank, you know. Three years of Charles Schwab, two years testing sex toys. That's, like, it's not going to work. Like, what do you do for references? <laughs> yeah, for that. She's the best sex toy person ever. I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would never get old that job. I guess in a way, huh? It's an yeah. interesting job, but it pays like a few hundred dollars a month, which isn't bad. Like, you know how everybody complains about their job, like regular people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got to go test this uh, to- lady toy. Got to go to work. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Going to test the jackhammer tonight. <laughs> going to be a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just killing myself at work today. It's not easy, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> hey, man. It's a, it's, a beauty, it's a beauty of our country. That's right. It's America. America, baby. America. Free, free to do what we want. Exactly. So I love. I love America. Hey. Live in other countries, like, like for instance, you see the story. There's a a, a cleric in uh, Saudi Arabia that he he did a a fatwa on people who steal Wi-Fi. 
is a fatwa on it. Which what is, is a fatwa? I, well, you gotta, I, I'm not sure me. what a fatwa is. Like, I think it's like you kill them or, or you stop it or kill them or something like that or hate them. We got to look it up. You got to yeah. look up fatwa now. I'm looking it I up I got to right see what now. that is. I, I think you, it's not good. But I, I got to tell you, I, when I read that, I'm thinking, is that really, I mean, is this guy like, this cleric, is he taken serious by the other clerics with that fatwa? I got a feeling he's like the Larry David kind of guy, you know? Like, you know, it's a fatwa. Uh, the people who bring 13 items in a supermarket line is 12. Let's not put a fatwa on. You know, anyone cuts him off in traffic? Fatwa! Fatwa! <laughs> Which fatwa was the theme of Larry David's season this last year, if you watch the show. But, yeah, it's not. Fatwa is like, uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing good. Yeah, look it up. Tell me. I'm afraid to look it up. There's an urban dictionary. Oh, yeah? Definition of it. What's it say? Is in any religious decision made by. Um, there you go. And it, the cleric. Somebody in Islamic. Yeah, he's a cleric. So he wants to Wi Fi people. Somebody must have <laughs> stole his Wi Fi, I guess. Yeah. He can be sentenced by the um, by the guy to, to oh. death. There you go. To death. Boom. If you get a fog wong. Steal his Wi Fi, baby. You're gone. You get a death sentence. Yeah. Do not take that man's fu- the Wi-Fi wow. or cut him off in traffic or whatever else. Fought it it sounds can... like, doesn't it sound like he's like this guy who's just... a lot of authority to be for one person it, to have. It is, but doesn't that like kind of like... It's like the judge dread of it, Islam. If you just like have a bad day, you could just... I, I am the law. I don't know. I want to... Just anything happens bad. You're like, fatwa! <laughs> Got a fatwa on you. I would do nine fatwas a day. Did you ever see the, annoyed, the Stallone movie things. Judge Dredd? Yes, I have. That's like the Islamic uh, ju- Judge Dredd. I fatwa. am the law. Fatwa. I am the law, buddy. You, you'll die fatwa. now. That's <laughs> <laughs> so so you had this story you were telling me after you were going to bring it on. You got to tell everybody. There's a, there, what's the story? Is, a, is it somewhere in Kenya or somewhere in Zimbabwe? Or Zimbabwe. Some, in Zimbabwe, of course. Yes, yes the, the Zimbabwe Gazette you must have been reading. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite reading material. What, what was the story? Is that is 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 young lady is suing uh, her boyfriend for yeah, her ex boyfriend, ex boyfriend for the fact that he had a large unit. Yes, and it damaged her it, region. We'll yeah. say so. It damaged her region, and her region needs uh, reconstructed. Yeah, and she's suing him for the medical thing. costs to to repair it. To repair it. Yes, and thus he's the ex boyfriend. Yes, but you know what? Well, you know what's good if you're the guy. I mean, I know, I know what just, he's going through. I know like, what that man's hey, going through. I have, hey, the, I have uh, that same pain. I got to go yeah. to court today. My ex girlfriend suing me because I broke her lady parts. Yeah, he's pretty you much know? bragging about that right now, isn't he? He's in a bar right now in Zimbabwe, <laughs> right? He's at that's he's a, at the Zimbabwe a, saloon. That's a lawsuit dude, you can brag to dude, your friends just about. Can't believe it. I did it good. <laughs> yeah, man. It's you know, but I mean, didn't she? No, at all. I mean, did she think that through a little bit, or I think she's a scorn act. Just went for it because I, I guess she caught you him think? and he was like, I guess married. And oh, see, I didn't know. You yeah, didn't he tell was me the whole story. Married and they had an affair. Oh, and then okay. they broke since 2016, and they broke up but, this past spring. I got gotcha. you. So maybe she's um, the old scorn lover. The old scorn injured me. But Move. usually, sure. you know, when a girl breaks up with a guy, they, they say, say that he has small yes, equipment. There would be no injury. Right. She's, yeah, she's got it backwards, except she's going for like $8,000 or something, you said. 
Well, the, U.S. The, um, right? I the, think I didn't. I didn't know that's the price. I don't of the know surgery. what it is in Zimbabwe, but it translates to mm-hmm. about eight thousand dollars American. <laughs> wow. To get this surgery, Our, I guess that's not covered by UPMC. Well, my God, what is it? Fifteen grand a day just to walk into hospital now. It's eight grand to get that yeah. surgery. Go to Zimbabwe if you need any surgeries. I don't that know. one's eight grand. It might be in like a hut somewhere. I have no. I don't idea. know what Zimbabwean hospitals and, <laughs> look like. <laughs> you had what was the other? You had, you had a couple weird stories, man. Did you, you hear about this laugh. guy in Florida who um, identified himself to police? He was like hanging out in a park after hours, mm. and they just, you know, they were just questioning him. Hey, buddy, what's your name? And uh, his reply was, uh, "Bend over." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so it, you know, they weren't even going to arrest him or anything, and um, he, he kind of um, flipped them off and ran. And that's when he, you know, got arrested for obstruction. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what was that all about, man? You got, you got to think it through. Come on, bend I mean, over. It's Florida, though. I mean, <laughs> everything happens in Florida. Bend over. <laughs> Do you ever watch? There's a show on TV, man, where they have like six or seven police units at one time. You could see them going live. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah. There's live, stuff like that going on all the time. Police or is that what's called? Cops or something? Yeah. yeah, live police TV or something. That's amazing. I tell you, my hat's I off like to the that police. Show. I tell you, that's a, a, a job. It's an amazing job they do to risk your lives. You know what? I'm I'm a comedian. I I bet you, I bet you police officers had some great stories, uh, oh, funny yeah, stories. I mean, they, yeah. they risk their lives for us. But I'm just saying, I know they have to run into some crazy people. Yeah, I love. See, in, that's the stuff life. when I talk to like people that are police officers or. Imagine. That, I always like to hear the funny stories, like the craziest or the funniest. We, did, I, we watched Cops, right? I remember Cops. Yeah, yeah. Which I still is still in reruns. I know. Yeah, it's still on. It's still on. It's like, and everybody in Florida. Did you ever notice? No one has a no one ever has their t shirt on. Yeah, they're every always time they're, they're always shirtless, no matter where they are. Like, I think Joe Dirt is like the, every criminal has the shirt like off. They're like a Joe Dirt clone. It's. A, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> must be the rule in Florida if you're a criminal, just take your shirt off, and they shouldn't have their shirt off. Right. They're used. They're not a really a six pack kind of look. It's usually that that look that you don't want the, the shirt off kind of look, but yeah, not not good, not good. Strange story. I don't know. Right, now yet let's, let's go for three. What's your third one? You always uh, have three. This good one ones. is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how youth sports do like like fundraisers and things right. like that, right? Well, these um Ukrainian moms for this U uh, twelve hockey team, okay, came up with an idea to make a calendar of them in like lingerie. Okay. Stripped down in lingerie, wearing their kids' hockey equipment, and um, huh? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Did you I, see it? Did you see the photos? I saw some of them, and uh, they were. Are in, they impressive? Some of them were. Um, What's well, not wrong with that, right? Yeah, if you want to look into, you can go hashtag hockey mom. Well, you know, I gotta tell you, if you talk to anybody out there that have kids that play hockey. It is so expensive. It is. They got to pay thousands for ice time and rink time. And what the heck? Is, is it tastefully done, so to speak? Yeah, yeah, it's tastefully done. See? But there these, you go. So the further these kids' Nothing hockey careers go, the, the negative side of it well, is they're going to get trolled on the ice. <clears throat> you yeah. know, if they become like a, the next Sidney Crosby, you know, these photos are going to follow them to the NHL. Well, you know uh Tom Johnson's mom. Yeah, but mom's hot. Mom's pretty. What the heck? Yeah. She had it, she flaunted it, you know. They're not nude though, right? No, no. They're like in lingerie right. with like the goalie's mom has the leg pads on and she's 
holding the stick provocatively. Okay, all right. Things like that. Oh, so that. it's a bit suggestive. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah, but they want to sell some. and And they're trying to make money for hockey. For yeah. the rinks, right? Yeah. It's all for the kids. So There's the, nothing wrong with that. It's all these baseball and football moms got to step it up I'm now. all for it. <laughs> I'm all for the hockey moms doing this. They got to they dedication. They got to help the cause that. Well, you yeah. don't you have, kid, you have kid in baseball and stuff. Yeah, we do expensive. like night at the races. Isn't that a, you do night at the races? <laughs> for baseball, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's expensive though, right? Hey, it can be pricey depending on how deep you go with traveling and stuff like that. Well, there you go. Do a calendar, Todd calendar. Yeah, I'll do one. Love you, topless. Baseball dads. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I didn't do hockey all, dads. All coaches with dad bods. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I got I got a weird story. I found uh, thought it was kind of funny. Well, it's weird. I don't know how funny it is. It, it, it's uh, out of Thailand. There's a, a guy was engaged to his girl, and unfortunately, the girl passed away. And he married her anyway. I don't know if you saw this in the news. He married her, corpse like weekend at Bernie style, like okay. they had the corpse at the wedding. Well, like weekends, I mean, there she is at, sitting at part, the table. That has a whole new meaning at the now. reception or whatever, which is really weird. I mean, that would be weirdest wedding ever, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, that would be strange. Dragging around was the she table, like, table thanking everybody. I don't know what you would say, but what did they like do? Like, like taxidermy? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know they, what they would call know. for humans. <laughs> they had a photo. I don't know how they did. They, 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 they like. I don't know how, the detail. They, they didn't go into the wedding like the whole, did she dance the hokey pokey with him and whatever. Did yeah. move, his, move her arm, shake it all about and bring her arm back? I don't know. But yeah, but it was, he he's a determined guy. But I guess never get divorced, I guess. You know, I've been a strange honeymoon, tell you that. Sex have been like married at 10 years. Well, that, if you got a tag, <laughs> I went down, got her I got all that way for that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They got her tax in there. I don't we're know. Very offensive I'm today. Just, we're very offensive in the show today. I'm sorry. I know we're going to have 90. Uh, you uh, think? I don't know. I think we're okay. You never know. Might get the, might get the email. You know, <laughs> Dear Jimmy, I used to think you were funny. Until <laughs> <laughs> that death thing. I don't know. I don't like it. I was at that wedding. It was a <laughs> wonderful, beautiful ceremony. I don't know what is wrong with you. And I and I test sex toys. There's nothing wrong with that, it's an honest <clears throat> living. It's an honest living. Stop making fun <laughs> of everybody. Stop it. You know, uh, Todd and I are a bit looped today. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little looser than normal. Yeah, today. we're a little looser than normal here, <laughs> and uh, that is because we ran to our friend uh, Ruth Ann, who yeah. has uh, she's a representative for uh, Jim Beam. Get that on camera. Can you get it? There mm. you go. Huh? That's Jim the one Beam. that tastes like. Maple syrup, yes, right? This oh, was, I love that this one. This was Jim Beam, uh, Knob Creek, uh, was it smoked maple? That's ninety good stuff. proof, man. And she knows her stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, Ruth I Ann? felt like we were in class when we were uh, when we were talking Every, about yeah, the, uh, all the different bourbons and rye and all that. She stuff. was even telling us how it's to good. drink it. You know what? I'm gonna teach everybody. Here we go. Oh, all you're right, gonna do I, it. Not that I need another drink. <laughs> Well, at the end of the show, I'll just pass out since we're on camera now. Yeah, I'll carry right, you. So we get this if I pass well, out, we're in trouble. Somewhere. All right, here we go. I'm not driving. Okay, let's go. Here we go. So you pour it in. Right, here you do. Let's do a little <laughs> bit. I don't want to do too much. I really don't want to start slurring. I, I can't handle it. I do three drinks. I'm gone. Yeah, you and me both. I'm not too good at this. But anyway. Hold it up a little higher. I don't know how, you, I don't, see I don't know how I used to do it, man, in college. At IUP, man, I would party. Yeah. I could go... I we I could start partying at two a.m. 
You know, we party all night. We had a 2 a.m. party. Everyone yeah. out there knows what I'm talking about in college. You know, two how did we do that? I don't know. I would be in traction for six months if I did <laughs> that now. So, so, okay, so you get it, all right? And as you said, you, you first, you swish it around the back. like Gargle, like kind of like through your mouth. Uh, it gets a, you know what it does, Todd? Wakes up the taste buds. So it wakes up the palate. It jumps the taste buds. They wake up. <laughs> okay, then when you take your second sip, you let it go to the back of the tongue, not the front. So yeah. that's where it's happening. See how I let it go to the back? Yeah. And then you can taste the whole deal. Taste the maple and taste the, you know, the whole deal. It's not as, doesn't burn as bad. And then I sip a little Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'd recommend it though. Yeah, Try our it. friend Jim, Ruth Ann, she uh, Jim Beam, she hooked us up. N- N- Jim Beam Knob Creek smoked maple, ninety proof. Try it. Do not drink and drive. I like Try the, it at the, home. Just, the best you know. part of that is it reminds me of waffles and pancakes. <laughs> my favorite breakfast I treats. I think that 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 could be my breakfast drink. What a way to start the day. Yeah, I, <laughs> you, I'm always amazed. Why is you ever on vacation? You, you, did you ever drink early? In, I could drink early on vacation, I, but I don't drink that much. But on vacation, like if I'm at the beach or something, like I have a Bloody Mary in the morning or something. Did you ever do I'm that not, move? I'm just a beer guy. I, I drink icy light. Uh, yeah, and that's I, it. I'll do the Bloody Mary in the morning. I forgot. No, I forgot. You said I. I keep forgetting. You never traveled. No. You, you told me that you never left South Hills. The, the going. You, I was like you when you were a kid. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> Going to Cranberry, never is left like the going only to Sea World. <laughs> well, let's all right. Let's think of a beach, Jaga Lake. There, when you were at the beach at Jaga Lake, did you ever have Bloody Mary? <laughs> no, I, I never. Been, I don't think I've ever been to Jaga Lake. I've been to Sandcastle, <laughs> which is wonderful. I love Sandcastle. Yeah, and they do have drinks there. But uh, Todd, I swear to God, I got to take you to the beach. Yeah, that's gonna be your bachelor party. All right. Okay, we switched it from Vegas to the beach. Nah, you're right. We gotta just go back to Vegas. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know where my head's at. I'm having too many drinks here. <laughs> we gotta get you to the beach though for a weekend at some point. You come to my next the next gig I have. Next time I have a show in Straight Florida, in. I'll take you with me. All right. All right. Yeah. You and then get... uh, it's looking better and better that we'll be in Atlanta in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, how about those Steelers? Yeah, they look great. I think we're going, buddy. I'm feeling it. Super Bowl, baby. Todd and I'll be performing at Seatbill Radio, Ra- Radio Row, baby. Nothing like it. No th- I'll, be, I'll be hanging with Mike Tyson again. That'd be fun. Me and Mike. Mike Parties. Where you been, Jimmy? I've been waiting for it for years. I've been waiting for it for years. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> you, hey, you know, you watch NFL Network? Uh, no. They have uh, a, sh- a show called A Football Life, which is really cool. It's a documentary right. show. Uh, but they have Bill Cowers was this week. Really? And I watched it. And it was just tremendous watching, man. I forgot... The fun times during that era with Coach Cower, man, in the lead up to that Super Bowl win. And you forget how heartbreaking it was to get there and how hard it was. I still get sick with the Neil O'Donnell interceptions, man. We lost to Dallas because that defense was our defense was so good and we were marching and had a shot to win. But they were showing how, you know, he kept fighting and fighting. Finally, you know, he get got, obviously got the Super Bowl. That was like a movie to win that Super Bowl in a way. Because Jerome Bettis, uh I don't know if you remember this, Todd, but there was a play where we were playing the Colts, which was not the AFC Championship game. It was such a big game. A lot of people don't remember. The AFC Championship game was actually against Denver, which we won. It was the game before we were playing the Colts. And was we that were. The fumble? We had, yeah, we had the ball in the one or two. Can't remember. Where, we're down on, on, by the goal line. Jerome just has to carry it. We're going to win the game. We're winning. 
and, and that's that fumble. And Big Ben made the tackle, which saved yeah. everything. Because, you know, Jerome ended up with a, you know, he had a storied career no matter what, but it ends up making the career that he, that he has, right. which is, you know, made it like a movie. It's pretty phenomenal when you think of it. When you're yeah. watching the highlights of that stuff, you're, you're, you get chills, man. It's pretty wild. Because it, it could have changed everything. But, yeah, Coach Cower, man, he hell of a coach, right? Yeah, he was the best. He was fantastic. Yeah, Pittsburgh guy and a whole deal, man. But, yeah, a football life. Check it out. It's on the NFL Network. You'll love it, man. So we were over uh, <clears throat> We're over in South Hills where Todd lives. We were at, uh, what's the place called? The Craft House? The Craft House, yeah. That place is great, man. What is that all about? It's like a huge complex out there. Yeah, everybody got, must go there. They got an escape room. They got bowling, escape room. Uh, axe they got, now the thing that scared me was this: they have an axe room. <laughs> How did this get popular? You said, it, "Oh, Todd's like, oh, this is popular." How does throwing an axe with alcohol get popular? I don't know. But That's it, the most dangerous thing you could it do. It seems like it's get a big drunk date and, thing to do. I don't, a what? It's like a big date night. Really? Thing to do now? Let's like, a, an axe throwing. It. Really? I don't know. I guess it is. That could be fun. But I, I guess but alcohol and throwing axes, that, 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 yeah. there's, did you ever read any injuries happening there or something? Yeah. I haven't heard anything yet. Okay. But, uh, I guess not. I, I do want to try it. Maybe I don't know. It does look kind of interesting. But yeah, I yeah. saw these people just throwing axes. Do you have to pay? Yeah, you got it. yeah, it's a, it's a pay. It's something you so pay you to rent do. It. Yeah. You rent to pay the axe. The axe you throw. pay for the, the <laughs> axes, and then you pay for how long you do it. That's... Amazing what catches but on, that, man. That one compared to some of the other ones is a, a it's a smaller one. What at the craft house? Some of the other ones. The axe throwing place. Yeah, the axe. I, did, I didn't even know they had all these places. The axe throwing, throwing area versus like some of these places. <laughs> that's solely what they do is how did axe this, throwing. How did this catch on? You told me this is like the biggest thing now. Yeah. I mean, I go out a bit. I don't remember seeing the axe throwing. You're you're saying they have a bar it's, in Southside that does it. I think there My is a place in Southside that does it. And yeah, with North Hills. Are there teams? I don't is this know. a thing you could compete I don't know. in? Can we get a team? I don't, I don't know, know that. I am asking. I don't know. Is that is I, axe I throwing? I'm not team that educated. I know it exists, <laughs> and I know it's a it's a hot thing for it's couples a, to do. Okay. Forget getting massages. You go throw axes. There you go. You know, see, you you know what's hot, man. You're on a pulse beat, buddy. <laughs> I listen to you. <laughs> okay. I thought you were joking when you said no, an axe room. It's real. I saw those two guys throwing an axe. They went, Jesus, crazy. But there's bowling and then boom. I want to do axe. the escape room. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, man. My buddy Rod owns one of those things in Harmerville. Uh, I haven't been to it yet. But, but, that'd be but, good team building <laughs> for us. At, uh, no restrictions. What is, what is the escape? Did, did they... Did they they don't tie. It's not like Saul or something, right? They We're going to tie me up. A group of people um, try to kill me and Todd has to save me. Or something. what is it? No, I like kill you, Todd you, to you, get out. You go in a group <laughs> of people and you have to, like things. I guess riddles or okay. So it's not like you Saul. Have to solve. You have to solve the way out. I guess you have to you know work together. Just put you in a room like and Scooby find your way Doo, out. Working together. Okay. Solve the mystery and get out. We could do that. Yeah. All right. I'll try. You ever do? You never did this. No, I, I want to. For as close as that place is to my house, you would think I would go there all the time, and I, I just yeah. don't. I they, don't have time. They can have the axe room with the throw axes yeah, in the escape can, room. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, a whole day of it. An escape room. Yeah, that, I, I think and that. And they would, have bands that, in the craft fun. house. The craft kinda, house has a big uh, stage. Yeah, escape room would be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm into the escape room. Indy, do you do you get a prize or something like that if you get out? I don't know. I don't I don't get this. You just win. You just win. You just win. You're bragging. It's like rights. an ego thing. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, I have to look into this thing. I don't know. It's a, <laughs> so so we're, the cap. We have to cap the show up. You you always have one crazy crazy story. We, we, you give me one more. Well, in the sports world, I seen. Okay. Uh, you remember Jamarcus Russell, who played for the uh, Raiders? Oh yeah, one of the all-time greatest busts. <laughs> Number one. I think I had him for fantasy Oakland. football one year. And he monstrous, was monstrous uh, college career. Yeah. Tremendous college career. And he had all the tools, and then just fell apart. But but they said he didn't. He just didn't have the work ethic. They said. Yeah. And and you are confirming this from the story. I think it came from Sports Illustrated that okay. somebody confirmed that when he played for the Raiders, right, the coaches thought that uh, he wasn't watching the tapes, so they yeah. they gave him <laughs> blank tapes, <laughs> and <laughs> he he brought him back the next day, and he said. Uh, yeah, I watched the blitz, the blitz package, Coach. Right. Uh, you know, I'm ready to go. And they're just looking at each other like, these tapes are blank. Wait, it's, so they gave him blank tapes? To see if he would catch it. And they would know instantly if he watched the tapes or not. And, and he just and he's lied. Yeah, he said he watched the blitz packages. Well, they must have just right there. It's, you know, he, was, he got like $90 million. He got like a huge contract. Yeah. As before all the cap stuff. So ninety million, and he's broke. I heard he. I think he's into. Did he have trouble with Cizerp or something like that? Some kind of problem, getting caught or something. <laughs> was some kind of. It was not scissor. good stories. Not yeah. I think I heard some. I thought I read a story. Not good. Not good. They, could you imagine spending ninety million and that happening? They must have been crying for crying out loud. Yeah. That's. Hey, we're lucky, man. It's tough to get a quarterback. That's why Ben has to play till he's ninety. <laughs> he can't leave. Whatever he it does. He looks better than ever right now. He looks better than ever. He's thin. He's leaning. They're mean. not touching him. He's not getting hit. No. But we we it's not easy to get a quarterback, man. It really isn't. Get a franchise guy like that. So we we've been blessed with quarterbacks who are, you know, for the most part. Anyway. I mean, you know. The Bubby Brister years, they were kind of crazy. A little tough. A little tough. He was a lot of fun. Give him that. He's a lot of fun. But we're happy to have Ben. And we're going to the Super Bowl. We can't wait. That's Coming up in a few months, we got some big games coming up, though, man. So it's yeah, exciting for Pittsburgh. Tests, the city, tests. the city is rocking. Uh, you have been doing a, a thing with Merle Hodge. His book is is out right now. Yeah, right? brainwashed. Brainwashed. It's, uh, it's doing very well. Highly recommend getting yeah. that book. Brainwashed. We're gonna have Merle on the show. It one educates these days. people on uh, concussion and CTE. It's pretty controversial and, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of going against. Um, <clears throat> What it's really Tradition. doing is it's it's disproving a lot of the these papers that are written, and yeah. uh, they, they're kind of going through them. He has a doctor, uh, Doctor Peter Cummings, and they're just breaking them down all the papers and just educating people. Because I think right now the state of football, especially youth football, they're mm-hmm. scared to death to let their kids play. Yeah, Mer- Merle has some great points, and he's a lot of science behind him with it. Right, That's he just went it. all it's over just, the world to with to talk to doctors I, and I didn't know the people in the field. There's not one scientific thing that states CTE exists. He said, "Yeah, there's like no scientific proof that it exists." There was and that's papers just, that's that, the thing that were that <clears throat> coincided with boxing in England, right? right. And they kind of disassociated themselves with any study hmm. from the American side. They said we we won't know parts of these studies. So I, I've had six concussions. Really? Yeah, I was not a good boxer. Huh. <laughs> they were all boxing related. No, uh, four boxing, two from football. Huh. I wasn't a very good football player either. And so, <laughs> so there you go. Well, maybe that doesn't that, that that's not a good point. I guess I'm not a good example. I do forget things, and I am an idiot. So there you go. There's the combo. Maybe it was the concussions. 
as you remember I, from episodes back when my mother blames things on it fell out of the, fell out of the super no it fell out of the super out, the cart oh, yeah fell out of the cart in the supermarket when i was little yeah anytime i make mistakes that's what she says so that, no, okay <laughs> seven concussions that, that had to be a concussion yeah, right we don't know yeah it was now i'll count that i'll count that so, <laughs> so get well i uh, get well to my dad and, yeah uh, hi to linda and craig and ruth ann and appreciate everyone listening and watching the show also uh is you know i will work on my hair even more next for next next week I'll tell you what we're gonna do next week we have to have todd do the the ka- what's it called kabuki kabuki i might have a little bit but my hair is really short so you maybe have I just to don't do shave it. it don't shave it for a whole week for a week we got to do kabuki on because <laughs> they can, can watch it on video all right <laughs> yeah. you have to do kabuki for me <laughs> and for everybody i might have a little bit left i don't have a lot left i don't think you didn't reorder no I, why I, you gotta I always you always have a stockpile of that stuff <laughs> you never know so yeah i can't wait to yeah, till that for that next week it's, it's pretty amazing. I'll, I'll get some. I'll have, I'll have the uh, maple bourbon. This is going to be a staple to sit next to me. My that smoke, and cigars. My smoked maple yeah. and a cigar. Life is good. Hope everybody has a great one. Thanks so much for listening. It's Jim Crenn. No restrictions. My buddy Todd DeFazio. No restrictions.